Yo, 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 we are back. I feel 100% better. We're doing this on a Monday because my voice, you can tell, is still a little off. It's super dumb sick. I ain't been that sick in, in forever. Forever. <laughs> yeah, so we had a big... Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better, man. Uh, big weekend. A <laughs> lot of stuff happening this weekend. And Ray was sick through all of it. Hey, but I was watching some of it. I was watching. Right. What's your favorite jelly bean? What's your favorite jelly bean ever? What's your best jelly bean? Uh, jelly belly. Um, root beer. I like jelly belly the best, but this red pack of Starburst, bro. Oh, no, dude. Starburst jelly beans are, <laughs> jelly beans are, they're, they're fire. I like, this, I like the sour jelly belly beans, too. I've been to the jelly belly factory as well. Yeah, jelly bellies are amazing, but the Starburst jelly bellies, the like the red all red pack, that's where it's at. Yeah, I haven't tried them yet, but uh, probably will. I love jelly beans. Do you like watermelon jelly beans? I like any jelly beans, dude. I like the buttered popcorn flavor jelly bean from Jelly Belly Dog. I'm not a big watermelon watermelon fan, but they have watermelon in here. And even those are fire. These are watermelon, cherry, and strawberry only, all red. Check Sounds them delicious. out. Sounds delicious. So what's new in your world, man? Uh, well, we can start off. Uh, the end is near for Warzone. I know we've been arguing a lot about this game in the last couple of days, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were saying it was dying. You know, what I mean, I'm like, ah, whatever. You know, games, whatever, blah blah. blah. But what was it yesterday? I played like, I don't know, my Meg 10, 15 games. None of them had a full lobby. None of them. And that was Resurgence. Resurgence had no full lobbies. And the games played slower. Like, I, well, obviously, less people. I was like, what the? I was like, what is going on? Like, and it's <laughs> Resurgence. And so, <clears throat> and then I got back to, and then, well, I maybe want to switch anyways, because, like, you know, once in a Call of Duty gets to a point. Yep. I can't play out. it after a certain amount of time. I just yeah. can't. Cheaters, uh, everyone's just using the same gun. It's just, yeah, becomes tiring. <clears throat> so, got to back to playing Battlefield yesterday and then fell in love. And then I got off work, boom, I just did a three hour stream and invited uh, some new people, got a sub. Like, <clears throat> man, having fun. Battlefield's awesome. Um, yeah, it's way yeah, better I mean, than when I came, told you. I was like, let's check out Battlefield. I know some of your other homies were like, let's go back to Battlefield. But I was like, my cousin's been my cousin Leo, tall PR. If you guys see him on any of our stuff, he's been trying to get me to play Battlefield again forever. Like he was staying with me for a little bit at the beginning of last year when Battlefield Four came out, and he probably put like a hundred hours in on my account, and he's still playing it now. So it's like his favorite game. And he's like, come on, B, come play Battlefield. And I'm like, yo. I was like, just jump on Warzone. It's free. Like, we're all on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I don't want to play Warzone. But there's just something, this and this hint, it holds true no matter what Battlefield, even if the Battlefield sucks. Like, there is nothing like a Battlefield moment. Like, no other video game creates moments. As cool as shit as some, like, sniping feels on Warzone in the past when it was one-shot kills or, like, you wipe a squad on a Call of Duty, nothing feels like the destruction or strategy that goes into playing Battlefield. Like, you're going to start seeing clips now because Ray's streaming it. We're going to start playing it a lot more. But, nah, there's nothing like taking a rocket 
and just blowing up a tank or leveling a building chopper. because they're camping in a building. Dude, when I caught that chopper out of the air, I was like, oh, it was so sick, dude. So it's just sick. a shame. I feel like Battlefield would have a great battle royale if they wanted to. The thing, what's surprising me is like, you know, Battlefield has no BR or whatever, and it's holding my attention. Tough. Like, I think I'm over that now you might be you might be it's fatigue that's all we've been playing for four years yeah and it's not even the the fatigue because battlefield's never like battlefield's always been my favorite shooter period like battlefield 3 i don't know how i played that for until they shut the servers down pretty much like we were on that game you know and i was up i was dude i was ready for this game but then the game chat didn't work the crossplay was kind of garbage we were getting kicked in and out that new game mode that they promised was kind of trash. Yeah, when it came out, there was no cross. You couldn't even chat. Yeah, like you like couldn't. Even, there was no in-game chat. How is that possible? Well, dude, I was on there today, and before I did the Xbox search thing, nobody was talking to me, and I don't know how to use the chat on there still. Which it's it's incredible, but it's fine. There's plenty of people on Xbox community, and if you have friends, you know, it works out. So, whatever, man. Maybe you have to be. You had to do the the squad thing that I did do. I forgot about that. You hit the right stick and the squad. You invite people to your squad. Maybe the gameplay works. The mics working there because I remember it working like that last time. But yeah, man, Battlefield's way better than it was obviously two years ago. I thought that game was gonna die, but it seems like it's picking up some steam. So let's we'll see see where that goes. And then, yeah, so just getting over being sick and. Um, WrestleMania. Watch my son's getting into wrestling. He watched like both the yesterday. He watched from seven till ten when he passed out during the. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a big weekend, man. This weekend, there's just so much shit going on. This is my problem. I probably have like I don't know ADHD or something or ADD, but like because I can't just focus on one thing. But so we're in Milwaukee. If you guys haven't aren't aware, or was Southeast Wisconsin. There's so much going on, dude. There's the Midwest Gaming Classic, dude. We didn't even think of that, and we should have went and made content there. Like it was all weekend. We didn't even think about it. Then they had a boxing fight at Pfizer, um, um, Jorge Mazdaval's, whatever it's called. They had Anthony Pettis versus Roy Jones. Some young boxers were on the card. It must have done awful because I literally didn't see no social media action on this whatsoever. <laughs> like at all. There was no one talking about it. And we're well, what, in the city. Like I live in Milwaukee. And well, no, I know people that films, were there. They weren't and didn't showing post like, on social media about it. They weren't showing the crowd or anything when I was watching highlight videos. So I don't think there was that big of a turnout. <clears throat> so but it was an option to have um Yeah. The Bucks are playing the Sixers in a huge matchup on Sunday night. Yeah, the number one seed. We won that game, so we're more than likely going to be the number one seed. Five games to play. And then the spectacle that is WrestleMania <laughs> over two days. I mean, if you watch, if you really watch and you're not casual, like you watch SmackDown on Friday. Hall of Fame was after SmackDown, which I didn't watch. My wife did. Sunday at 11, NXT stand and deliver, and those young dudes and women went bananas. That show was amazing. Two and a half hours of that in the middle of the day. And then WrestleMania started at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, Saturday night. And it was just crazy, just action-packed weekend. And let's not even talk about the final four. (laughs) 
the women's final four. I know you're not super into this, but women's final four was Friday night. Men's final four was Saturday. Then you had tonight is the national championship. Like the last four days, if you're a sports fan in general, was just bananas. Yeah, I'm 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 a casual wrestler watcher now, you know, so I'm not too hardcore. But I don't know how last year's was, but this year's I think two days is too much. It seemed like a lot of filler matches and in like uh, I I don't know <clears throat> too many. There was too too many like multiple um whatever matches like fatal four ways and four way tags and stuff like that. Too too much of that stuff. But other than that, it was good. Um, I don't know what the hell Seth Rollins was wearing. That um, <laughs> I don't know what he he came out looking like Cardi B with a big blow up jacket on and whatever his pants were. I don't I don't know. The match was fire though, dude. I knew somebody was in that prime bottle. I told my son that I was like, hey, someone's in there. I, I was like, I think it's uh, um, I think it's uh, Jake Paul. You know, yeah, what I'm saying his brother. A lot of people thought it was being KSI. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that. I like that. Okay, aside taking the bump. I mean that uh they just have too many they have so many wrestlers. It's a showcase, right? It's the showcase of immorals, like and there were so many people that didn't even make the show. This is a two night show over eight hours of matches. And still, even with what you're saying, where it felt like a lot of filler matches, like people still weren't on the card. So I just feel like Overall, there's always one night better than the other. Saturday was better than Sunday by far. Like by far the better paper, like the better night was Saturday. Every match Saturday felt epic. Like I was watching every single match. They all were just really good matches. John Cena and Aston Theory started off. John Cena can main event any pay-per-view even right now as a part-timer never in, in the ring. And the match was super believable. He put yeah, Austin Theory over. Theory did his thing and looked great doing it as a young up-and-comer wrestler. First off, kudos to John Cena for always doing that because most wrestlers don't even want to do that shit. Hulk Hogan never would. Never. He didn't want to put The Rock over when they fought at WrestleMania and he was already well past his prime. Which was just insane. Um, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley killed. They killed their title match. That was, that was just. Yeah, it was like a half hour match, dude. Like most men can't even wrestle half hour. Keep your attention. They killed it. Everything, even when when she suplexed her and she botched it and landed on her face, like. But you need moments like that. that I mean, it was, just felt good. It felt good. Her nose, her nose is After, like ripped open. After when they were celebrating, she was celebrating. She, Charlotte's on the ground like that felt good. And she I, I mean, it was one of the best her. women's matches for sure. Like yeah, all she, time. She put, her, she put her over. You know, Charlotte Flair. Her time's pretty much. I'm gonna say done, but like you know, it's time to. Yeah, there's a lot of younger, longer, younger ladies on a roster now. I think Roman Reigns should. I'm. I'm. T- I mean, nothing against him. I don't. You know, I don't dislike him or nothing like that. You know, but. What's his title ring gone to almost 300 days or something like that? Boy, 945 days. Yeah, man. Like, okay, man. For three years. <laughs> that was Dude, night two, though. Fuck. That was night two. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. That was a fun match. Good match. Main event. We knew the Usos were going to lose that match. I don't like that Zayn guy as a wrestler, dude. <laughs> Sami Zayn's awesome, bro. He's so just, over, too. He's just unbelievable him. to me, dude. He looks like. 
I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, man. I think I'm somebody's like, called him like a garbage man before or something, just like a regular looking dude. But yeah, Kevin man. Owens is a regular chubby looking dude too. Like they just Yeah, but work. when yeah, but he's like front flipping in the tables and <laughs> his big ass be doing some crazy stuff, you know. So Sami Zayn used to be like a luchador, he used to wrestle with a mask on and do crazy stuff. In the WWE, he's never been really unleashed though. It's always been just real dumb stuff. Yeah, the whole bloodline thing with him in there, totally unbelievable. Like that, it was meant that. to be a joke, and then the fans just bought into it. It was just a good it just fed into it. It was good. Um, the worst match on Saturday was Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. That match was awful. Like, Dude, but that that Asian chick from Damage Control, she yo? needs to be put over. She needs to be champion. She's, I think, the best female wrestler in wrestling. Io's amazing, bro, and she can fly. Like she's the, I don't know, they yeah, call her the captain yeah, of the skies. She's, or she's technical. Everything she does is believable. She's, she's cute. She's a dope little character. Like. I think she's put over and be be on her own for sure. Way better yeah. than Bailey. I mean, and that match wasn't like I, I don't want to say it was terrible, but it wasn't good. You know, it was by far the worst match on night one for sure. Yeah, well, because like Lita can't do the stuff. Dude, when she did the um, uh, what was that called? Um, the um, poetry emotion. Oh my, she botched <laughs> that. Oh, Trish, when Trish tried to try to do her like springboard on the outside, that was awful. Like they showed their age for That's sure. That's what happens. Yeah, when you got people in their fifties, they need to stop this. <laughs> yeah, and stop with the legend stuff, man. Unless it's, I don't, you know what I mean. It was just, yeah, it was it wasn't good. It was decent. Um, Dominic and Rey Mysterio was a really good match. Um, yeah, even though Dominic lost, it was the first time, not at a house show, that Dominic's had almost an entire match by himself and looked good doing it. Like he Except looked for this, the six one nine. He he bought. He, I mean, that's he not his buy. move. You know what I'm saying? He does. Yeah. He has Eddie's skill set, not Ray's. It looked, yeah, it looked really, looked really tacky. But he botched it. Like they didn't botch it, but there was like no momentum or he anything. Has no smoothness on it. No, he he definitely has Eddie's move set, but I think it's it's by design. He's not as athletic as Ray is because he's not little. He's a bigger dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Compared to his dad. So yeah. he does all of Eddie's moves. He does the three amigos. He does a frog splash. He does a springboard, you know, from the he, outside. He, he to needs to hit the gym more, though, because he's not as athletic as Eddie either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's like, young. Like, he definitely shouldn't even have been in the main roster. He should have started in NXT, but because of his dad and the storyline just took him there, he was yeah. fast forward. But it's fine. He's but doing he, a lot better. He, even being young, dude, get, get in better shape if you're going to be wrestling like that, dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, it's, we're beyond that now. Like, Kevin Owens is a prime example. Like, Kevin Owens looks like a normal dude, and he's doing, you know, sentons and swantons. Yeah, yeah. And sure, sure, dude, sure. He does. He has this move. He doesn't do it often, but he'll like jump onto the rope like a springboard from the springboard. ground, and then like flip over it. Kevin Owens is crazy. And then the Fatal Four Way, like the what did they call it? The showcase, the tag team showcase, that was way funner than yeah. I thought it was going to be. I was oh, like, yeah. this match is going to be garbage. And then the spots, dude, Ricochet is a real life superhero. Like that dude is just something else. He he defies dude, he, gravity. He's he spot the spot too. Like that guy, yeah. so good. He should be and a then, solo. Um, Seth and Logan. Dog. Every time Logan Paul steps into the ring. Just better and better every single he's got time. He's got he it. has it, dog. He has the look. 
He can talk on the mic and he can wrestle. Like the yeah. dude is legit. And I hope he sticks around, man. I hope he makes this more full time. Um, it sounds like Seth Rollins had like a little interview online. He's like, I hope he sticks around. Cause I guess that was his last match on his contract. Supposedly it was his birthday. He might be over it because this was only supposed to probably be for fun dog. And all of a sudden, you know, he's out here in a high profile match against Seth Rollins at the showcase of the immortals. Isn't like his second or third WrestleMania already. Second for sure in a match. And then he made an appearance. I don't know. I know shit that he's done in the past has gotten him in the hot water. I get that. They say crazy shit, but he's just That's you can't say nothing. You can't say enough about the Logan brothers, bro. They or the pause. They are athletic as shit. <laughs> like this is not up for debate. And they no. understand, like, even if Logan Paul isn't in the WWE, he's in the WWE business. Like what he does, how they create their characters, it lends itself to this. This is what he's doing anyways. He's getting people to hate him. He's talking shit before fights. I don't know. I I'm super in on I'm super in on Logan. I hope he stays. I hope they over the next year and a half or so he does enough to get a belt. I think it'll be cool. Yeah. And then this isn't going to be a wrestling podcast, but it's the showcase of the immortals, guys. I had to talk about it, and it was yeah, it rest, basically yeah, took up took took up all of my weekend. <laughs> Bad Bunny made oh. an appearance. Can't you can't forget Bad Bunny? Benito was in the house. Yeah, he helped uh he helped homeboy he helped win that Yeah, yeah. So the next premium event, that's what we're calling pay-per-views now, is gonna be in Puerto Rico in May. Bad Bunny's gonna be the host. Um, so I'm sure they're going to build towards that. Either Dominic versus Bad Bunny or Damien's going to have something with Bad Bunny. So that's going to be interesting. And then we moved on to night two, which the women's tag team showcase, awful. 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 It was so bad. And then you have Ronda and Shayna win. Ronda wasn't even in the match. I don't even remember anything Ronda did in that entire match until she put the arm bar on. And Dude, people were booing that thing. People it was booed so that. bad. I was like, what is going on? They should have pushed Raquel and Liv. I don't even like Liv like that no more. But Raquel had a really good Royal Rumble. She had a great showing. People were geeked about her. Granted, it was in Texas. She's from Texas. So there was a lot of that. But overall, she did good. And then you put her in this tag team match just to put her on a show. And it's kind of whack. Then you got Brock Lesnar versus Omas. Short match. For what it was, they did the best they could do for what it was. I didn't like the match in particular, but it didn't suck. It was about 15 minutes. Brock showed incredible. I don't care who you are, like lifting this dude up. F5 in them is incredible. But I'm doing his suplex city stuff on this big dude. Yeah, almost. He reminds me of that dude that beat the Undertaker way yeah, back. Yeah, the giant dude. What was his name? Was it just the giant? You know, uh, the dude that had the suit, remember? It was yeah, like a, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly who he reminds me of. I can't remember he just, his name. He, he's a, uh, I don't know, big gimmick thing to me. He can't wrestle worth shit. No, he definitely can't. But so I, I like Brock that might leave. And if, when you're thinking about the story, like, obviously, guys, if you aren't watching wrestling, it is script predetermined. Like, we know that they decide what's happening. The match itself, they do kind of in motion, but we know who will win. At least they do. The WWE is in search of a gimmick of a monster, of a beast, right? 
Brock might leave. You have this dude who's seven six. Like, what is the purpose of letting Brock win the match? There is no purpose to this whatsoever. It's just, it's insane to me. And then the match of the night, or what stowed the match until the main event, dude, Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre had themselves an instant classic for the Intercontinental title. That shit was crazy. It wasn't even like, they weren't even technical wrestling. They were just beating the shit out of each other. Like, everyone's chest was red, bloody. Like, so many chops and clotheslines and punches. Yeah. Gunther's the truth. Gunther's a world champ in the next year, for sure. For sure. Um, Raw women's title. There was no story to this. It kind of annoyed me. They just kind of threw Asuka in there, so there was no way she was going to win. Bianca and Asuka was just a random match to me um and then finn balor and edge and hell in a cell dude a 20 minute hell in a cell match it was supposed to go longer i know it was but because did you see his his head i think you muted the sound i can't hear you i'm here you you froze no you did i couldn't hear you or nothing Um, we're good though well no all right we're good now yeah yeah oh yeah okay um so So they're having a Hell in a Cell match, hard-hitting. Edge throws a ladder at Finn, like throws it sideways. And the spot is Finn, you're supposed to put your hands up, right? And he didn't do it in time, and the ladder, like, cracked him in his head. And you could tell that it was botched, but there was blood on the ladder, so he for sure. So then Finn gets up, and he's not selling moves because he's the demon. So he's hitting them with chairs. He's getting up. None of it's affecting him. And now all of a sudden he gets up and there's like blood all over the mat and he's like has this giant gash. So the ref has to bring the paramedics into the cage, which completely now suspends the dis- the disbelief of him being this demon that can't be injured. And we don't know what happened in the moment, right? Like they're just kind of on a side. She's working on him. Anyways, they finished the match. It was about a 25 minute hell in a cell match, which for sure that couldn't have been the plan, right? Like it was probably scheduled to be longer. Turns out he posts a picture. The dude has like a six inch gash on the top of his head, bro. And they stapled his head in the ring during the match. They stapled his shut right there next to the apron is what it looked like. (laughs) Just to stop it. And he finished the match that way, dog. (laughs) Crazy. Hats off to to Finn Balor, bro. That is insane. And, like, it looked like he had, like, a bunch of, like, Vaseline or something in it to stop the bleeding because it looked like they stuffed it. But he finished the match that way. It was insane. And then lastly, dude, the main event, what we all tuned in for, to watch Cody Rhodes finish the story. And, uh... (laughs) So dumb, dude. We built all the way up to that. This bomb win again, dude, with a spear. So before before the last 20 seconds of that match, we're watching one of the greatest WrestleMania man events of all time. That match was incredible. Like, don't let let the ending spoil what it was because the match was absolutely incredible. The the pace of it. It was just story. It was story. It was a story the whole way through. The entire match was a story. Incredible. We're building up to this, and you're thinking the the title's finally gonna turn. So like, it's great. You're like, oh man, it's, this is gonna I mean, happen. Everyone's invested. We're all, you know? in, you know, you're watching and you're invested. And then it doesn't happen. 
I think there was clues that it wasn't going to happen. It was kind of weird that Cody, like, said hi to his wife and his daughter before the match. Like, that was kind of strange, kind of making us feel like it's for sure going to happen. That was all a part of the not-going-to-happen story. My thing is basically what you said. Like, I'm not angry about it. I love Roman Reigns. I do think the bloodline thing is has run its course. It's been way too long. And this is the best version of Roman we've ever gotten. Like, this version of Roman is by far better than any other character, than the big dog that he had and then the shield Roman. Those those Romans were awful. But I don't even care necessarily if it would have been anyone else that they lost, but here's my issue with it, right? So, like, the buildup is there. You're building, you're building, you're building. Cody's trying to finish the story. Dusty's never won a belt. Like, the fans are super into it. The if Cody wins, you will never like the pop and the react that moment, that WrestleMania moment would have been one of the best WrestleMania moments of all time. Like I feel that to my core. It, it would have just been insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, Everyone would have been a part of it. Like, and cool. You so you had him lose, but what happens now? Right? So, like, are you gonna have him win yeah. the title on a random ass Monday night raw? Are you gonna have him win the title? At money in the bank in England? Like, the next logical place now for Cody to beat Roman for the belt is SummerSlam. That's in August. And even then, even then, it's not going to feel the same. It's not WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is not that moment. So I think Cody's going to have another year of buildup. Like, Cody's not going to fight Roman, and if he does, he'll lose again. And we're going to get Cody versus Roman in WrestleMania at 40 next year. And that's when he'll win the belt. That is another year from now. That means Roman is going to have the belt for over 1,200 days. (laughs) Dog, and they got to stop having people have two belts, man. There's two belts for a reason. (laughs) Yeah, so I always thought if Cody won, um, they would split the belts up. Because Gunther's on a come up. There's way too many wrestlers. They need to have a champion on each of the brands. And I thought that was what the plan was going to be. But this all might be moot, y'all. The WWE today was purchased by Endeavor, I think it's called. Um, It's a parent company who owns the UFC right now. And this is big news for various reasons. First off, they're going to make a mega sports entertainment and live sports company together. The UFC and the WWE together are going to form this company. Going to be publicly traded. And it is valued at $21.6 billion, which is absolutely insane out the gate. So Tony Khan is going to stay on as the WWE president. Dana White's going to still be the UFC president. Vincent Kennedy McMahon is the executive chairman of this new company, which is crazy to me. He's Dana's Dana's boss, basically, in the hierarchy. And changes are coming. So it's going to be really interesting. Triple H tonight has an announcement. So Raw's going to start with an announcement. Who knows what they say? There's rumors that the WWE is going to change their name, which is wild to me because that's the brand. Like, why would you why would you change the name? But there's rumors of that. I think the biggest, the reason that um, Vince is staying on is because the WWE's uh, TV rights are up at the end of this year. So in 2024, they need to negotiate next new rights. I think Vince is strictly staying on for that. 
to help with the negotiations of, of that. But he already said today that he wants to leverage both brands. So I think whoever bids on the next rights is getting the UFC and the WWE together in whatever channel this is all going to, which is going to be insane. And smart, they're going to get way more money for that. Yeah, um, We'll see if any of the channels or streaming services pick up on it. UFC right now has a deal with ESPN. So on ESPN Plus, you have a lot of UFC shit. I wouldn't doubt ESPN being in on it and adding WWE to ESPN Plus and having all that live on there. That would add a lot of subscribers to ESPN Plus. <laughs> it would make a shit ton of sense. Um, but the biggest difference, and this is what I want to talk to you about, because I know as far as Sunday night's matches, you weren't super into it. So the biggest change between what WWE does and what the UFC does is Vince has never allowed wrestlers to earn money outside of the WWE without him getting a cut from it. We talked about this with Up, Up, Down, Down. That's why he brought them in and then didn't really pay them for it. We talked about this with Mandy Rose, who got fired for having an OnlyFans. Um, Multiple wrestlers have gotten fired for having Twitch channels. Or they've left because they can't monetize their likeness or Twitch channels. The UFC doesn't have that problem. The UFC lets you do that. And they're owned by this company. So this is going to be a major shift, I think, in my opinion, for wrestlers in the WWE. Because now you're going to be able to leverage that and make way more money. You can have your Twitch channel, your YouTube channel. If you're a female... Mandy Rose exclusively doesn't work here because of her OnlyFans page. Otherwise, she would still be in the WWE as the NXT Women's Champ. Like, she literally got fired because she had private videos that she was selling to fans. And she ended up making, like, triple the amount of money she ever made in the WWE in, like, two months. So, like, it is what it is. But that's a big difference. And we'll see. They say Triple H is going to still be in charge of creative, which is important. But we'll see how much actual change happens in the next month starting tonight monday night raw if you're not watching wrestling it's actually getting better give it a chance mm-hmm. give All it right, a now, chance get off of wrestling <laughs> and i want to get into the uh the blue beetle trailer which i just watched right before we jumped onto this pack brian told me it was dope dope i didn't i didn't really believe it too much but then i watched that trailer <clears throat> it looks like everything DC didn't throw into any other movie or show was thrown into this. This movie looks like, I don't know what the budget was, but from the trailer, the CGI and the graphics and everything looks amazing. The cast looks awesome. It's all Latino. Super dope. Hey, you guys want uh, superheroes, like ooh, culture and all that kind of stuff like that? There there are, there's, they've, they've been there. They're around. And Blue Beetle is one. And his movie looks like it's going to be amazing. It looks sick. George Lopez is in there. So, you know, he, George he's Lopez, over yep. And you know what I'm saying? And then at the end of the trailer, the, the Beatles talk, the Scarab. So, okay, if you guys don't know who Blue Beetle is, before I get to That's that. That's where we should stuff. start. Yep, start there. Yeah. Who's Blue Beetle? So, Javi Reyes, Latino kid. Um, uh, I don't know his exact... Um, uh origin or whatever but i know the scarab finds him i think it came from outer space and yeah. uh he got connected to it but in this he's going in for like a job interview or something and some girl he knows hands him a box or whatever but but the scarab attaches itself to him 
and uh you're and what the scarab the scarab is whatever it's attached to whatever it's going to protect yeah the host and, they uh, chose him as a host yeah so because it wants to protect itself and its host so um like in the comics and stuff like that um it's hit or miss like sometimes it'll do what you want or it won't do what you want if it if it sees something as a threat it's going to automatically attack it like yeah, it doesn't always to... listen to the host. It doesn't always listen to Jaime. It does what it feels like it needs to do to protect itself. Yeah, or host. defend itself. Like it's a, mm-hmm. um, the scarab could be a world um threat. Destroyer. Kind of. mm-hmm. Like the thing is sick. You know what I'm saying? So it puts a full suit on it. It could, it could fly. It can go into space. Uh, you don't have to breathe when you have that thing on. It, you that and like you could be passed out or whatever. That thing is gonna make sure you don't die. Or right. It's best job to make sure that you don't die and so in the trailer it was like man you could whatever you could imagine you could make so dude made the the uh final fantasy sword cloud sword i was like man let this it's gonna it looks dope it looks really dope the buster sword baby and and the thing about it is like i we all know if something makes money it, it keeps going you know, and he's young. Jaime Reyes is one of the youngest um, superheroes in comic books right now and stuff. The kid looks good, looks young, man. Like, so let, let's go see this, man. And it looks like a win for DC. Like, I'm I'm talking to you, like, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, it just dropped. Obviously, Bob will go watch it right away because I think it looks amazing. Dude, I watched it and I texted you right away like, yo, this Blue Beto trailer is fire. It is fire. Listen, so when you... I'm not saying other races aren't like this, but when you have a Hispanic as a lead, family has a lot to do with it. It's just a part of the culture. So, like, they've already given you some of that away, right? His whole family's present when the scarab takes over his body. They all know somebody takes a whole lightning bolt trying to help him take it off. I think it was George Lopez. So that family dynamic is going to be there, which is cool. So they don't have to hide that. Another thing I noticed in the trailer George Lopez is either the original Blue Beetle because there was a Blue Beetle before the Scarab. That was it was just a superhero running around calling himself the Blue Beetle, but he didn't really have any powers. And in the trailer, Jaime is kind of like in a command center or a lab, and George Lopez is fixing some computers or talking about Batman. He's like, "Oh, this is like the Batcave," and he was like, "Batman's a fascist." But as the camera moves around, there's three old school superhero suits in the background. So I think George Lopez was the original Blue Beetle, and he's gonna help Coach Jaime to be what yeah, and they, whatever they had to beat a mobile be. or whatever, which is Blue Beetle, the original Blue Beetle's uh, whip. Like that yeah. was dope. <laughs> so so that's gonna be cool. And what I'm excited for, we know Booster Gold is coming. They told mm-hmm. us he was. Booster Gold is a big ally or a part of Blue Beetle's host skit. So the original. So we should see some Booster Gold action or a Booster Gold end scene, something Booster Gold related in this movie. Dude, I just like the suit looked incredible. The scarab looked incredible. The way that the interface inside of the helmet, incredible. The way he's talking to this. I'm all in on this movie. Like when I see the trailer, I'm like, yo. Dude, he cut a whole bus in half. In half, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. Whatever they were holding back for any other movies or what CG, I kind of look crap. It's all in here because from that one trailer, it, look, it looks spectacular. I can't believe it. <laughs> I watched it like three times and I was just like, how how is this not going to be a part of the future? And I haven't even seen the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like just based on a two and a half minute trailer, 
how in the world having a young actor who's hot because he's on the karate kid on Netflix or Cobra Kai, like he's hot. People they know who he is. Cobra Kai is a huge, hugely popular series. Mm-hmm. So you have him young, good actor, like supporting cast looks good. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, dog. Like the movie has to fail epically for them to not have this continue. Like, yeah. I'm just, and it's going like to be nuts. The, the Blue Beetles power set his age C- culture we have a latino superhero here folks like name another one you can't like this is <laughs> he's he's coming and i think we should all all support it for yeah. sure you gotta go watch it man it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting i'm like i said i'm super in it i've told everyone that after i watch the trailer everyone i've talked to like did you see the blue beetle you know what I'm saying? did you see the blue beetle trader did you see the blue beetle trader uh yeah i'm in i'm in uh, and it'll be fun the family's gonna be clearly a part of it i it's been successful with shazam like i feel like that aspect of it has yeah. been cool so why not and then we'll see if there are end credits if it survives the flashpoint we'll find out and that's not even that far away because june 16th or whatever day flash comes out is soon yeah it's coming and then blue beetle comes out in august doesn't it do we have this wrong? Yeah. Does Blue Beetle come out after Flashpoint? I just watched the trailer. Now, I think it comes out before. I think all these movies come out before. August 18th is Blue Beetle. Uh, Flashpoint. How cool will it be if it is after? Like, And they can just redo the credit scene. Yeah, bro, the Flash movie comes out June and Blue Beetle comes out in August. He might survive the he might survive the wave. I mean That's he exciting. Should He's brand new. He's young. You know what That's I'm saying? exciting. Like, I'm ready for it. You guys gotta go watch it. Make sure you go watch Blue Beetle in August. It's gonna be cool. It looks really cool. Everybody crying for new heroes and cultural heroes. Here we go. Here Time we to go. show out. Yes, sir. Time to show out. Speaking of trailers, in an odd turn of events, Ray's more excited for a show than I am on the Marvel side. So (laughs) there's a new trailer today. We got trailer for Secret Invasion, the Marvel TV series on Disney+. What are your thoughts? Well, number one, I love Sam Jack and whatever he does. So he's back. And then um, I'm big on uh, Scrolls. I'm a Fantastic Four guy, and and um and then what it means like for uh the, for the future, I think like this this is gonna be awesome, man, <clears throat> and it looks dope. I think this is gonna be the last hurrah for Nick Fury, um like uh action wise. I don't know where they're gonna go anymore. He's getting old, looks really old. They even say it in the tra- uh, in the trailer and stuff like, hey, you know, you're getting too old for this fight. You know what I'm saying or whatever. And then it says like this is they're saying you know this is his last battle, his last fight. <clears throat> Or whatever, but like I love it, man. I, I love it. it's awesome, man. Like you know, because I always love the spy, spy thing. That's why I loved um, the Winter Soldier so much. You know what I'm saying? Because like it's more than it's a, a superhero movie. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and we talked about that a lot. It's my favorite Marvel movie for sure. And and I think this might be my favorite uh, Marvel show. And then I, I love I love the scrolls because like what what is building up to be like um, first uh, they're bad, then they're not bad. You know, and they're good. You know what I'm saying? We're we're, we're about to find out now because the scrolls ain't they they're not good. 
So the last time we see them, they're working with Nick Fury, and they are good. Well, they, it's they, a small. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's a small section of what we've seen. Mm-hmm. I think this series has the potential because of what the scrolls are to change the Marvel universe like Flashpoint has for the Flash for a couple reasons. I don't think the Nick Fury we've seen in the last few Marvel movies was Nick Fury. I think it's a, it was Talon or Talos because in one of the end, and one of the end secret he was in space yeah. in yeah. one of the space stations. And then in the Spider-Man movie, he was like, I talked to Fury and he was like, dude, Fury's not even on Earth right now. So how long wasn't he on Earth for, first off? And their potential to shapeshift? How many other characters have we run into so far that were actually them? And this is yeah. an opportunity for them to do that, right? Like, yeah. let's do a quick reset here. Like, and I don't think they'll go crazy. Like, it's not going to be like Robert Downey Jr. You know, like, oh, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't really blah, blah, blah. Like, that wasn't the real Tony Stark that died. No, I don't think they'll go that far. But I think some important side characters have the potential, like Nick Fury, right, to have yeah. been a scroll this whole time. And that, mm-hmm. I think that that could be interesting. It can sh- it can send some shockwaves through the MCU. And then, um, I guess, no, Super Scroll. You know what I'm saying? Has this has potential to lead into some Secret fantastic War. stuff, maybe? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the Super Scroll took, you know, uh, the power of all four uh, Fantastic Four members and stuff. So I'm hoping we're moving in in in, in that direction. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm so excited for because waiting for the Fantastic Four, one of my favorite, you know, things in comic books. Period. You know what I'm saying? So you know, getting there. You know, got the it. And it looks dope. You know what I'm saying? It looks, it feels to me like a smaller version of, you know, the Winter Soldier, man. I, I, I love that stuff. And this is just uh, another thing, you know, another thing there, man. And I, I, I hope they show like the Super Scroll. I've seen that one scroll. Like, he was I think that was, I think that is the Super Scroll. Yeah. I think that was him. Know? You know what I mean? Well, anything that puts me to a step closer to the Fantastic Four, like, let's go. Like, let's get, let's get there. Let's, let's get that. Dude, I think you, I think it is going to be one of the better series and and it is going to be more civil war than it is Avengers like right uh more not civil war more uh winter soldier yeah, we'll be, than civil war. Yeah. Well, we didn't see no superheroes, you know what I'm saying? So So it's going to be real spy, we're going to be trying to figure out who is who, what's real, what isn't real, which mm-hmm. parts of the government were taken over by this, you know, cell of scrolls. Like, is the president compromised, not just in our country, but across the world? Is the UN comp Like, these are the ramifications. Like, we've yeah. already seen the United Nations be a part of different conversations in the Black Panther movies when, after Age of Ultron, when the Hulk destroyed, you know, the different yeah. cities and how it the is. sanctions happened for Civil War. Like, And I know he's old or whatever, and this is going to be his last hour, but, like, we get to see more of how badass Nick Fury is because, yeah. like, from this point on, like, he's just been... The super whatever, spy. like dude, Nick Fury's a, a, a badass man, badass, like um, the character Nightmare, or whatever. Like, dude, Nick Fury's fought like Nightmare one on one on one, dude, jumped out of the park, dude. Nick Fury is a is a is a badass man, he's like 007 times 10. Like, Nick, Nick Fury's the man, and I hope they show more of uh, you know, what he's capable of, the stuff you know, what I mean, like, dude, Nick Fury's dope, well, black Nick Fury, you know, what I'm saying white Nick Fury was uh, cool and whatnot, too. But um, once they changed them to like the 
whatever. Like, I don't know. There's there's a lot more there that we haven't gotten to. And I think this show is going to showcase Sam Jack and he's going to get his time. And I hope he's really hope he's really badass. I know he's old, but, you know, let's get some of that. Let's get some of that going. Cause Nick I mean, and then you got just the cast, right? Like <laughs> Amelia Clark is in this movie and super popular, you know, Game of Thrones kind of skyrocket her into the stat- the stratosphere. She's Talon Talos's yeah. daughter. Um, and she shows up on a trailer, right? You see a glimpse of her. So like it's gonna be interesting. Um as we build towards the young Avengers, like Hulkling is a young Avenger, right? Like and he's a scroll. Like they just call him Hulkling because of what he looks like, not because he's related to the Hulk in any way. And I feel like that has to come into play because Ron, uh, Wanda's kids are going to come into play and Wiccan and Hawkling are, are a thing. They're an item, right? And they're super strong together and he leads an empire. This is going to be interesting because it's it's getting into the weeds of Marvel Comics where a lot of people don't really know about it, right? Like, if they're, it's not in the main, you know? Yeah. Echelon of villains or even of things that are happening. So Marvel is going to be tested now with interest level right like how many people how much interest can you retain from fans of characters they were they really aren't invested in so it's gonna be an interesting time the next i don't know decade or so at marvel when they're trying to transition all this stuff over another thing we didn't talk about with blue beetle is blue beetle's a young um young justice like blue beetle's a dude and that cartoon is nice like that dc animated series is fire (laughs) So you can start building out a young justice with that as well. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So that I'm interested. The next level is gonna be very, very cool. Very, very cool. But that's that's the thing I'm saying, dude. Like that's what DC has been chopping the ball, like when stuff not being intertwined. Like that Star Girl show was super dope, man. They introduced Star Girl, young Star Girl. They introduced a uh, young black cat. A girl took over a black cat's uh thing on that show, uh, Brian. Um they introduced um the the other green uh the green lantern um jessica yeah they, and they're all young like dude if they had their things mixed together boom we got blue beetle star girl jessica uh black cat and then um the our Titans. man dude if you ever watch um like i know you haven't watched it yet but brian please give it a chance it's fire dude like they're all they're all young they take over from their parents or some of them aren't part of their parents but like you know what I'm saying you got all those young dudes there and you know what I'm saying like like I said, Green Lantern, Star Girl, they're fighting Solomon Grundy on the show, uh, the Shades on the show. You know what I'm saying? And if it was all mixed together, boom! Like here we go. Boom! You have a Young Justice right there, man. You add Blue Beetle to, the, to that four or five, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You have some. No, they keep everything separate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then the Flash, the Flash, they got the uh, the Young Flash. The, the, they got the um, you know, he's training him, whatever. Boom, dude! Like we have a team of six right there of dope stuff. You know what I'm saying? And dude, in Stargirl, if I if you guys haven't watched it or whatever, I think it's like three seasons of it. It's amazing. I was watching it with my daughter because, you know, it I mean, she's young, whatever, and stuff, and she got into it. And I started watching it with her. You know what I'm saying? Like they're fighting Solomon Grundy. Um, you know, and then some it, the show's dope. What dope. is it on? Frost. Is it on HBO Max? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frost, like, dude, whatever bad guy that you guys haven't seen in DC or whatever. It's there, man. Like the shade on there was when I seen the shade, I was like, oh, I, I love the shade. I've been a fan of the shade for a long time, but you never see these characters. Dude, Stargirl, they brought it all, man. Like, dude, I when Iron Man was fighting Solomon Grundy, dog, it was cold. <laughs> He's like, dude, he flipped his little thing. He's like, 
you got one hour with me, big boy. And he starts whacked up. Like, it, yeah, it's fire. That show's good, really good. People are dying. It's serious. Like, that show is really, really good. I'll check it out one of these days. I'll be bored and play Yeah, everyone out. you like from Young Justice and stuff, like, dude, the bad guys, dude, all that, all that stuff is in there, man. I'm still For trying real. to figure out why I look red. <laughs> I'm sitting so here tan. like, why do I look red still? <laughs> so, I yeah, um, Super Mario comes out this week, guys. I'm definitely going to go see that. Feel way better. Dude, I was I plan on going, I plan on seeing John Wick this weekend. It's too darn sick, man. It's like it's aggravating. All this stuff is out. I want to talk about it and see it. Dude, that's I left work early, man, and I just laid around all weekend. I was like, cry baby. You know when dudes get sick, man. It's oh yeah, sick. it's the end of the world. Oh, dude. So I didn't really get to see too much, man. I'm trying to get Brian in the um to watch uh Yellow Jackets. Man, people are sleeping on that show, man. Like it's it, was and number one, um, what I like really like about it, it's like an all girl cast, and um, they're killing it. They're they're holding my attention. They're bringing me in. Like all those females are killing it. You see a couple dudes in here and there. Like if you'd told me like ten years ago or something like that that I'd be watching a show that is fueled by all females, every major cast, every major characters, all girls and whatnot, I'd be like, ah, I don't know, want to be into it or whatever. But like, dude, they're they're killing it, man. Like that, that show's killing it. And then like it's I'll check it out. I told you I I ended up signing up for Showtime just to watch it. So I'll binge it. It's just one of those things where like it's gonna take me some time just with everything going on. But I'll try to catch a couple episodes before bed. I stay up super late anyway, so like 1 30 every night playing like the show or Madden in bed. So I'll just try to <clears> substitute <throat> in yellow jackets instead of my nightly the show binge. Yeah, and then like where where it gets into the like the nerdiness or whatever you guys like. <laughs> first of all, it's going from so it's a team of uh, it's a girl soccer team. They're going to nationals, or whatever, and they're playing crashes in the wilderness, and they have to survive. You know what I'm saying? So then it's bouncing from them being uh, girls to the women. You know what I'm saying? So you get to see some of the older women, but then you notice they're not showing a lot of the other characters that are bigger characters when they're younger. So you know, like they're gonna they're gonna be dying off. A lot of stuff's happening, you know. And they didn't really get too much into the first season. A little bit here and there. Now in the second season, you're starting to they're get you know to get more into it. like, hey, well, how, what were they doing to survive? What what was going on? And then there's a part where they took some mushrooms and some weird stuff started happening. Like there's some dark art stuff going on there too. Like there's something out in those woods or something that became a part of like one of those one of the chicks and stuff like that. It's feeding and fueling into the fire and stuff. So there's some elements of like magic there, or black magic. Or Do they have black powers stuff. at all or no? <laughs> or is it more like supernaturally? Like there's some yeah, supernatural yeah, it, it, shit going supernatural on. stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? But it's like one of the main chicks really, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, there's, so there's elements there. It's not just nor normal stuff, but it, you know, it's like demonic or whatever, you know, there's some things going on in there and it's getting there. After the second episode of the second season, is getting more um in that in that element. So there's there's more elements than just being a regular show, guys. That's why I got into it. So is this season two starting or season three? Yeah, season two. And there's okay. the two episodes and they come out every Friday. I'll check it out. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff I want to watch, but I always end up watching random shit like um 
the night agent. So I like cop shows in general, like spy stuff is cool to me. That's why the winter soldier is so awesome. The night agent on Netflix just came out and it's about that CIA operatives and spy stuff. And it's actually really good. Like a lot of people are watching it. They've already greenlit it for a second season. It seems super good. Bingeable. I watched it in like two days. Yeah. Watch that's happen. what happens. Like I have this whole list of shows I need to watch. And I need to do or like these games I want to play. And then I'll sit down and be like, oh, what's this? And I click on it. And, whoop, there goes 10 hours of my life because I have to finish it. Yeah. It's just dumb. Yeah, I'm trying to find something that's like in our wheelhouse kind of whatever. There's not much there right now, you know. But I think I think uh, I think the Yellow Jackets is, is, is a good yeah. show. But like, no, yeah, like except right now, not too much going on. Like I was in the Titans and watching it. But then they said they were going to cancel it. Like I was just getting into dude becoming uh Robin. Um, there's another dude who's he he, he has no uh, fighting knowledge, nothing like that. But he's been studying Robin the whole time. He knows like all of his losses, his wins. You know he you know he knows all about him and stuff. So they start grooming him to become Red Robin. And I seen his outfit looks really dope and stuff like that. They gave him the staff. He's been working with that. But then they tell me to be canceled. I just go off of it then. You know. Yeah, but it's tough to stay committed once you know the show is not going to survive. Yeah, but I really like Titans. Titans, Titans was a good, it was, no, it was a good show. It was a good show. Beast Boy, Beast Boy started coming into his own now and stuff, and then it's it getting washed. Star Girl got washed. Like I don't know what DC be doing, man. Like I, I really don't know. Interesting. Some other they news some, out of you said what? Oh yeah, go ahead. they need oh, go some. Ahead. They need some shows. They do you know, need some they shows. Some, they're canceled. <laughs> It's just funny to me because, like, they dominate the animated films, dog. Like, animated series and animated films on DC are just king. They're just, I don't know why it's so hard to just transition that, bro. Like, why is that so difficult? Like, why is it so difficult? You have something that's successful. Like, just use it. But that's why James Gunn stuff is is intriguing because they're going to use the um that storyline of what is it uh justice league unlimited so like yeah that has potential you know what i'm saying there's a lot of potential there for that because those animated movies are by your all of them all of them that whole run like that entire section of what i don't know if it was that was that new 52 inspired whatever that whole run was like just so good like all those animated movies in that time period were just amazing yeah, no, those are definitely New 52 runs because that Arthur, that uh, Aquaman, that's a uh, New 52 look Aquaman. It was good. So good. I randomly watched many of those movies, like all those Justice League ones, including Flashpoint, because, you know, I'm, I'm super geek. I'll turn yeah. on HBO Max and just rewatch Flashpoint all the time. Dog. Like My wife's like, you're watching that again? I'm like, it's so good. So good. It's so good. They could just do that, too, though. Like, put on another Justice League cartoon, man. Like, right now. Like, have it be hot. And, like Right. You could they could easily do that because Justice League Unlimited, and not, not even that. It was I think what was it like it was like Justice League and then Justice League Unlimited, whatever. They're they're super fire, man. Some of the best parts, um, like just like that Batman animated series, Justice League Unlimited. All those things were all time great stuff, man. Like you can't beat it. Can't. They just get it. They just get animation. Justice League War, phenomenal. Oh. Justice Dude, League Acropolis, phenomenal. Not, not even animated. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Justice League Wars. I've seen it it's at least so twenty good. times. So good. Justice League Throne of Atlantis, also good. I, like 
fire. What are we doing? Like, what are you doing, dog? What dude, are adapt, you doing? Dude, adapt these to movies. Dude. Right? Just, dude, just live action them. Yeah, like that Just League movie they put out. Dude, no, if you would have just did Just League War and made it to live action movie. That's it. it That's all you had to do. You're going to launch the war. entire DCU doing that by itself. Yep. And then Flashpoint today would just be undoing all of that run because it only started based on, you know, the actions that happened. Dude, it would be crazy, bro. Like, Justice League Acropolis, they, they get wrecked. The Justice League gets destroyed, bro. And only the Flash is able to, like, reset it because they're done. <laughs> yeah. I don't, okay. I don't know. I love them, but I love it, though. You know what I'm saying? And then Blue Beetle, I think, is a, a great step in the right direction. I thought Shazam was fantastic, man, but it was too much there, man. And I love The Rock, but, like, after hearing everything that happened and stuff like that, I hate The Rock. I hate The Rock. Shazam was supposed to be... He killed, I think he killed the DCU, bro. He wanted to push Henry Cavill so hard and then push himself. He wanted to own part of it and all that kind of stuff. Like, dude, you, like, single-handedly washed half the shit I like. I don't know what he was doing there. It was the ultimate power play, but he's only gotten this big because this is what he does. Like, he did it to Vin Diesel, and everybody was like, what's going on over there in the Fast and the Furious? Like not the first time that he's that he's pulled this. Yeah, but um, superhero stuff works a little a little different. I mean, how? Like, I understand he wants to be the face of it and fight Superman, but like Black Adam is intertwined with Shazam. No matter what you do, like not wanting to be in his end credits, not wanting it to be in a movie, like is wild to me. It's do he just, wanted to just instantly go right. that way? Like, dude, do it could have been, like been like a th- or three thing like the, the, the there's a cartoon movie where Shazam and Superman team up to fight Black Adam. We yeah. could have that, right? We could have that because Black Adam is that dude. Yeah, <laughs> like and Shazam is brand new. You know, Black Adam's been doing this for centuries. You know what I'm saying? So we put in Black Adam is too much for Shazam to handle right now. Boom, Superman comes to help, and then dude, he's pretty much you know too much for him too. So they got to team together to take this dude down. Now then, fire. But The Rock was so hard-headed on, like, I'm going to fight Superman. I'm the next big thing. I'm going to be DC. Dude, you're 50. You're yeah. not going to do none of that, bud. Yeah, and he... nobody liked, not no likes, but Black Adam ain't ain't that. He, ran, he that. outran his coverage. It killed what could have been. Now we'll just see what, what the salvage is. Speaking of The Rock... <laughs> What a great transition. We didn't even plan this, guys. It just happened that way. <laughs> Speaking of The Rock, today um, he announced a new partnership with Disney and um, Moana, one of the biggest Disney movies of all time. You're welcome. Is about to be a live action movie. He's obviously going to be in it and play Maui. He had a cute little video with his daughters. They were on the beach in Hawaii and they're just talking about, you know, he was talking about how important it was and how the character Maui is based on um, High Chief Peter Maivia a little bit, like how he looks and his presence, which is cool. Like that makes him more emotionally invested. So he's going to play the character. And now that's the only thing we know. Like we'll see who else is going to be available in the movie to play either Moana. The girl that sung the Moana looks like her kind of and is a beast. So like, I don't know why they wouldn't just do that, but 
we'll see who they cast in that. Dude, if you look at the video, all the sec the comment section, everyone wants Kevin Hart to be the chicken. <laughs> like everybody's <laughs> like, if you don't cast Kevin Hart as Ho Ho, I think his name is. Like it'll be a failure. There's only one dude who was like, please don't cast Kevin Hart as his chicken. But the, it was an overwhelming majority of people that want him as a chicken. Um, I think it has I mean, potential, man. I think it's I think it's gonna be good. Like the story, Moana, the story is is a cool. It's a cool movie. Like the yeah. songs, like every Disney movie are cool, and the Rock really does bring in the Maui songs to life. So like it has to be him, right? Like he's the character. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I think it'll be a good. The action was really dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? The characters, we uh, bring the gods and stuff like that. Start, you know, it was, it, was, it was one of my favorite Disney movies that, in good. a long time. Yeah. I've seen it more than once. <laughs> and I can't say that about a lot of Disney movies, though. So. Super good. The songs are super catchy. Yeah. It's a rock, I'm man. excited for it. Cool I, I'm sure we're years away from this happening. You know, <laughs> we weren't, we're not going to see this movie until like 2026, I bet you. But the fact that he announced it and they're talking about it, super in, super in. He always lands on his feet, bro. I don't think he can do no wrong. It doesn't matter what he does, what franchise he tries to destroy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, well, that didn't work out for me. So we're about to, you know, do live action Moana for Disney. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, like I said, he, he didn't destroy it, I think. And the movie did well, you know, like uh, well-ish. Yeah, and if it was stayed in his lane, I think it could have went further. I love Black Adam, and I love what he did with the movie. I loved. No, I loved you liked him. it more than me. Yeah, you liked, liked Black Adam movie. more than I did. You know, and then it brought in the JSA. You know what I'm saying? But now, and then they try to bring Shazam in. Like right now, I don't know where that's going to go. It would be cool if it kept going further, but uh, at this point, I think it's just dead. I mean, I don't know. Like, I I feel torn about this because we're used to the interconnectedness of what marvel has created but like dc doesn't have to do that you know what i'm saying like you don't have they to should. connect it now though you can connect it no. later like continue yeah. these stories like as much as i don't like hakeem phoenix's joker like keep doing that robert patterson's batman keep doing that and then find a way to organically through the multiverse right through flashpoint or something make it work like these yeah. are all stories that are fun still like I wouldn't say they necessarily suck, none of them. Um, But there's no reason to do that. I get the urge to want to follow Marvel's blueprint, but the reality is they didn't do this overnight. We've been doing this shit for 25 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, this didn't just happen. So you have to build it. I don't want to see this Batman in any DC universe because he ain't... Batman? Patterson? (laughs) Yeah, it ain't ain't that. I don't know. The only Batman that could cross over was Ben Affleck's Batman, and they ruined that. Again, he's too old, right? Like, I think that's what happened where they casted all these like bigger actors with names, and now all of a sudden you need to have a 10 or 15 year plan. And Ben Affleck's what 50? Yeah, but it, it wasn't that Zack Snyder ruined that with his storytelling. His action was awesome, his movie sucked. <laughs> I like the Snyder cut, I thought it was cool because well, they, well, they, they, they tried, man. You know, what I'm saying if Justice League was any good, it, it would have kept going further. And then the, the, Ben Affleck was right in his Batman movie. You know what I'm saying? And then all this stuff, you know, crumbled down or whatever. Like, he's the only comic bookie Batman. You know, you see what they're doing with the Daredevil now. Like, that Daredevil from the Daredevil TV show could not cross over. Marvel's so oh, damn smart. Oh, mm-hmm. they put him They put him in Spider-Man movie. He catches the brick. He knew about it before Spider-Man. You're like, okay, here we go. You know? Then you see him in, in She-Hulk. 
he's flipping cartwheel. He's dodging her punches. All right, more acrobatic, a little more light. He's lighter. Slowly making him more comic booky. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, nothing with Daredevil. It seems like everyone's going to be a part of that show that, you know, that we wanted. So they're all going to be more. It's not going to be so grounded. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm tired of with the Batman stuff. Like, he stop making him so grounded. He's a comic book character, you know? And the only person that didn't ground him was Zack Snyder, you know? When he was going 20 on one or whatever. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And you don't see that. You haven't seen that in any other Batman movie. Those fight scenes were crazy. This movie was better. That movie was better. No, no, it wasn't, man. Not at all. Like, this was the comic book Batman. This, This was the Batman we all deserved, you know, and the Batman I wanted. You know what I'm saying? And it went to nothing. So Matt Reeves' Batman can stay in garbage land because that thing sucks. I don't know. I don't like it. I didn't uh-huh. hate it. I, For me, it was the pace. like the. So I, I was excited to see a, a detective Batman. Like, we'd never really seen a detective Batman. And I That's think fine. Yeah. mission accomplished on that, right? But, like, it, the style of it and the, the pace of it and the fucking music the whole damn time. That was the most thing that pissed me off was the score. It was the whole movie. The whole movie had an undertone score on it. It was so annoying. Stop trying to ground Batman. He's a damn ninja. You know what I'm saying? In the comic books and the cartoons, dude, he vanishes with a flash. Don't make no sound. And ninjas, ninjas ain't grounded. You know what I'm saying? Like, ninja, you, you know? <clears throat> I, I just don't get why they keep trying to ground Batman, dude, and make him some... I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Uh, what's this? What's this? We should find the show. Batman's like, in the Justice together. League. <laughs> None Justice of these Batmans could be in the Justice League. None of them. Dude, Batman to be fist fighting aliens and shit, you know what I'm saying? A fighting with apocalypse and stuff like that. Like now nah, you don't whoop him or nothing like that, but he's there. He's viable. He's doing things. All these Batman we've seen in these movies can't do shit. <laughs> nothing. In Justice League War, Batman was one on three impaired demons, you know what I'm saying? And stuff, you know what I'm saying? These these people is not people. Right. Batman is so close to not being a person, and we don't never get to see that. You know what I'm saying? Batman's fought Captain America, and Captain America is a super soldier. You know what I'm saying? But Batman is fighting him saying, like, I could do this all day. You know what I'm saying? Batman's <laughs> been in a tournament where he fought for like three days straight and whooped everybody. He's not a regular dude. You keep trying <laughs> to make him be a regular dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. (laughs) He's sick of it. You think a regular dude is going to lead the Justice League? Man, come on. You think Wonder Woman's going to fall in love with a regular dude? No, she fell in love with Batman. He's a G. (laughs) So I'm trying to find like something we could watch and talk about next time. So did you ever? So I never watched. My wife watched it. She said it was amazing. But do you watch like foreign movies at all? Um, sure, you like, ever watch like Parasite? It was like really big a year or two ago. Everyone's talking no, about. Never, I never, I never watched it, but I watch foreign movies all the time. Like I watch, uh, I watch or French shows. I've watched French uh, shows. I watch karate flicks. They're you know I watch dub movies all the time. So Korean movies um, are high quality for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like so, like Parasite won Oscars and whatnot. So I'm I'm in my email right now and HBO sent an email like, shit, you know, things to watch, things coming on the whatever. 
So the dude that made Parasite, Bon John Hu, created a cult following with shocking stories, which is right up your alley, including the host featuring a frightening monster that emerges from the Sohan River. Movie came out in 2007, but it looks interesting. We should commit to watching it between now and the next podcast and just talk about it. It says, chemical waste carelessly dumped in the South Korean River spawns a massive creature that takes a local girl captive in this monster movie. You love monster movies. Yep, yep. So we should check this out between yeah. now and then. And and okay. talk. it seems it's old. I never heard about it until I just seen this email. So good job, HBO marketing department on whatever, whoever's putting together movies. Yeah, I'm here. Um, but yeah, we should check it out. It looks interesting. It caught my attention on this list of, of things. I'm hip. List you know what I love? of things. Is Zorro, some type of Zorro type thing. That'd be awesome. Like I would Zorro would be good. I like Zorro. Yeah, yeah. I remember in the nineties when Antonio Banderas. I Antonio Banderas, Zorro. Yeah, I love that movie. That was cool. I, I like I like that stuff, man. Everything don't have to be, you know, real, like realistic. <laughs> yeah, you know, or like or superhero. You know, what I'm saying like there's other heroes. You know, Indiana Jones type people. You know, like Zorro or you know whatever. I think we need we need to have more more stuff like that. <clears throat> Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? There was something else I wanted. Oh, so on app. Do you have Apple Apple TV or whatever? Mm-hmm. So I, was, I watched Ted Lasso. I know you haven't been watching that. But I, after I finished the last episode of Ted Lasso, I was looking through like the section of all all the things. We're trying to figure out, you know, what we can watch together and talk about. There's a show on there. I don't know if it ended yet. But Mythic Quest, it's about a video game design company. That could be something we could watch. It's it's yeah, funny too. Like it's a fun I always show. Learned, I always wanted to watch it, but I just it's good. I, I watched the first season. I haven't watched the last two. I think I think they're on three seasons. But oh, I ran man. into a show on there that because we've been starting to watch wrestling more, at least you have. I think you you'd catch you'd like it. It's a documentary series. It's called a Monster Factory, and it's about a wrestling school. Um, and how they train their students and try to get them contracts with the WWE and AEW is pretty. It's pretty neat. I watched a couple episodes yesterday. I was like, "This is cool. I'll, I'll take a look at that. Something you could take a look at." I'll be down. Did you ever watch that show on Apple TV? Um, I forgot what it's called. Uh, dang, it's it, dude. It, it it was the best show ending I've ever seen ever. Surveillance. Ending of a first season, huh? Surveillance. Um, no, it's like separation or something along those lines. Um, I thought it was surveillance. I'm, I'm trying to think of it. And the cast is fire. Like, and I'm telling you, like, I can't wait for the second season. The way that first ending, the that first that first season ended, I think is is one of the best endings of a first season I've ever ever watched ever. What is it called? Like, I can't wait for the second season. Um, it has the dude from uh. Step brothers. Um, he was the uh the older brother who was singing in the car. Uh I'm pretty sure it's called surveillance. I know what you're talking about. It might not be surveillance, but I thought that's what it was. No, called. it's not. It's it's something about like separation or something like that because their work, their work brain and their at-home brain are separated. And once they go into work, their brain only remembers work. And when they leave work, they don't know what they worked on, they don't know what their job is or anything like that. It's so fire. Where did it get renewed? It had one. The second, the first the season was amazing. I mean, even if it was amazing, if nobody watched it, it did, you know, it could have been the bullet. You don't see it on Apple TV. It should be. I'm looking through all the shows right now. 
I've scrolled pretty far down the list. What's it? Um, it's Severance. Yeah, Severance. Yeah, fire. I was close, y'all. I was close, <laughs> dude. If you haven't watched that or any, I haven't watched it. So season two release date. Uh, Severance fans are will welcome the news that the series has been renewed for a second season. A release date for the upcoming season is yet to be confirmed. I'm telling you guys, it's gripping. Dude, Apple has some good shows, dog. Like, mm -hmm. there's some good I shows. A lot the After Party is a funny-ass show about a murder at, a, at an after party. It's pretty funny. The Alien show they have on there, I watched that all. Um, with the kids? The one with the kids? Uh, there are kids in there, but it's not about kids. What well, is little bit about kids, whatever. But, um, and like it's, it's England? They're like yeah, 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 yeah. There's Air America, England, and China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. It was cool. Yeah. There's a new fire. show. So, yeah, if you haven't been paying attention, I am in lust with Anna de Almas. Anything she's in, I'm watching it. She is my girl. Uh, new show coming out with Chris Evans. I think it's a show. It might be a movie. It's called Ghosted. Um, and they're promoting the hell out of it. it it's a pretty sure it's a movie. She's like a spy. He's a normal dude. And it's supposed to be like a action thriller, romantic movie type thing. Um, probably a test for her since she's supposed to be a ballerina for the John Wick spinoff. So the gunplay and all that stuff, right? You got to get practice in that. She's never really done that before. <laughs> Looks good. I'm in. I mean, I'm going to watch it regardless because she's in it. But <laughs> the M. Night Shyamalan show is fire. They're like three seasons of it. That's, that was, that's really good. There's a new show coming out called Extrapolation. Extrapolations. I don't know why that was difficult to say. <laughs> it came out March 17th. It has eight episodes. It follows different people. Basically, it's a limited series, so I think it's only this one season, so we could watch that and talk about it. But it has eight interconnected episodes, basically dealing with how human life is forced to adapt to the end of the world or something like that. Seems interesting. I almost watched it the other day, but one of those things, who will fight for our future? <laughs> We're in content overload. There's just too much shit to watch. Like you have to pick your lane and watch it because there's no way to watch everything that's available. This is just absolutely. <laughs> I don't even know that many people that watch Apple TV stuff. Like I don't. You know what I'm saying? I just go on there to watch Ted Lasso mostly. But I watched yeah, Mythic. Watched, I, I watched Mythic Quest on there initially, but I watched ton I watched ton of their stuff, man. I, I like Apple TV. It's not bad. No, they have quality stuff for sure. Shrinking, that shrinking show looks interesting. Yeah, I wanted to watch. I I had to see that. There's just I don't have the time, There's dog. I need so to figure out a way to make money so up. I don't have to work. <laughs> and then we can talk about this shit all day. That's that would be the dream. For sure. The actual dream. I don't know. So Mario, you talked about earlier, Super Mario Bros. The movie comes out on Wednesday. I got my it's tickets. Gonna it's going to be huge for a couple of reasons. So Wednesday's a big day for me. I got, I'm taking my team out to a brewer game all day. So we're not working. We're going to meet at a bar at 10, shuttle to the brewer game at noon, leave there at around three or four, head home, probably take a little nap or eat something, pick up my wife, and then go watch Super Mario Bros. Wednesday night. So I'm super excited. I think it's going to be amazing. The voice cast, bro. Incredible. 
they're into it. Did you see they were like, co- did you see all the videos? They're like cosplaying or like wearing their stuff on the red carpet. Like yeah, Jack Black gear. had some Bowser boots. They're playing Mario Kart. What's her face? Is it? I want to say it's Sophie, but it's not Sophie. Um, the girl playing Peach was wearing like a pink dress. Like I thought it was cool. Like it, I think it might have been a jumpsuit, but it was pink. Uh, Chris Pratt had like some mushroom pockets. <laughs> the movie. So here's what it is. First off, Mario's still huge with our generation and kids. Like they love Mario Kart. They love you know Smash Brothers. And the movie so has funny. elements of all of that, right? There's elements mm-hmm. of that, which is cool. Open and the door. The movie's only an hour and a half long. Like, you know, what I'm saying it's a sweet. It's the sweet spot to keep a kid's attention. They don't need to be no longer. It's an animated movie. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna hit hard and it's gonna hit fast. And the movie's gonna be over, and we're gonna be like. I need more of this. I think that's the feeling you're gonna have when this movie ends. Yeah, and I'm super like, ready for it. The Donkey Kong movie, a Mario Kart movie, a Super Smash Bros. movie. It's gonna lead into all that, bro. I guarantee it. It's gonna bank so hard. The Pikachu movie was good to me, and they, he looked good. Like you could add if you're gonna make a Smash Brothers movie, just bring in that Pikachu. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't even gotta make a whole separate one. Yeah, but then, then it just opens up for more video game movies not to have to be live action. You know what I'm saying? We can get a we can get a Metroid Prime animated movie. I bet that would be so fire. You know what I'm saying? Everything don't have to be live action. I feel like Sheamus needs up- to be live live action though, but I get it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be live action. We don't need a live action Donkey Kong movie. Like we yeah, don't then need we, that. Dude, then we can get an uh, animated Zelda movie. Dude. We don't need it to be live action, dude. Dude, an animated I- Zelda movie would be Fire. (laughs) Absolute fire. Dude, speaking of Zelda, I'm glad you mentioned that. I completely forgot about it. The hype is getting bigger and bigger for this new Zelda game about to come out. And dog, the more videos and stuff I watch on it, the more I'm like, this is going to be... The first one already felt like one of the best games, even though the world was kind of empty because I played it, right? I beat it, which is rare sometimes. But even though the world felt a little empty, like the trailers for this game, I don't know, dog. It just feels like it's going to be one of those epic, you know, single player games again, which they always are. Good job, Nintendo. (laughs) Good job. I don't know, man. We'll see. That's all she wrote for today. Thanks for watching. Uh, we will be jumping off and trying to figure out what to name this great episode of the Nerd Related Podcast <laughs> uh, and play some Battlefields. Make sure you're following us on social media. Mostly on YouTube is where we're posting a lot of our content and TikTok. Ray will be streaming sure. Battlefield more often, which means I'll be playing in there with them. I'll also try to stream some of that. Um, I'm trying to yeah, figure out what my niche is. Because well, I look for an old game. I play the old. I, I, well, I mean, the new game. I play the old one. <laughs> Ray, uh, Ray plays a lot of shooters. That's mostly all he plays right now. I'm knee deep into like these Madden leagues, which I'm not the best at. But I, I get to the AFC Championship and then get whooped with like users, not the computer. You could be streaming that fool. Um, the show is out, and I'm super into the show. They got these three v three co ops that is just super good. Um, and then single player games. So I'm just trying to figure out. There's so many games I've kind of shelved because I like playing multiplayer games. Ray will text me, get on, I'll get on. Zach texts me, get on, I get on. Next thing you know, like, damn, I intended to be Harry Potter a month and a half ago, and I still haven't done it. So, like, that happens to me a lot. 
Uh, but we'll figure out a schedule that works for everyone. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Thanks for stopping by and for the Love patience. Have a good week, y'all.